Wednesday, the 20th of April. I'm Randy Coure. This is What's Up the Sports Podcast. We are broadcasting via Facebook Live. If you are downloading today's episode via your favorite podcatcher or video link, thank you so much for the download and for tuning in. Information of this podcast is available on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at What's Up Podcast. So back in September, an announcement was made that the sport of cricket was going to be introduced throughout high schools in the province of Ontario. As a big sports fan of Sri Lankan heritage, this was very exciting news uh, for me to see this sport potentially grow into unforeseen heights, especially here in Canada. Here to chat about what cricket uh, currently looks like in this country and what it could potentially grow into is a thrill to be joined by two cricketers with a wealth of playing experience representing club and country and are currently heavily vested as coaches. Derek Pereira is founder and director of the Ontario Cricket Academy in Mississauga. Derek, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Randy. And uh, as well, Srimantha Wajaratna is general manager and head coach of the Niagara Cricket Club. Uh, Srimantha, how are you? Good, good. How are you? Thanks for having us. No, my pleasure. Thank you uh, so much. So, guys, there's a lot to uh, to cover. And uh, Derek, I'd love to uh, start with with you. I mean, from my vantage point, uh, sports other than hockey really didn't get a lot of exposure uh, until maybe the last decade or 15 years ago. I mean, that started to change soccer, basketball, and especially here, cricket uh, seems to be on the cusp of such growth. I mean, Toronto's Breakfast Television did a feature, not only did a feature, but did it at your academy. Uh, when did you see the possibility of cricket being introduced to school curriculums throughout Ontario? Yeah, um, so uh, back in, uh, we started, um, let's say back in, I started back in 2003 and um, in Mississauga. And, um, you know, uh, at when at that time when we started, I got a few calls from schools to come in in the local area to come in, you know, through through connections to come in and um, uh, do some cricket clinics. Um, and uh, sort of the word spread around the school boards, I guess, at that point. Uh, and then in skip a few years forward, in, Around uh, 2006, seven, um, I, I started working closely with SEMA, which is the Chartered Institute of Management Accountants. Um, one of their principals here in, in Toronto, uh, Ronald Mendes, uh, he really um, uh, has you know invested a lot of time, effort, and money into promoting the the game in the schools, and um, created a very uh, a more formal. Um, approach to to spreading the game in the schools and um, you know if you want to fast forward another like sort of decade from now from then um, we've reached pretty much all the school boards in Ontario um, with this program uh, you know with cricket is being included in the in the phys ed curriculum from in in, in all grades uh, across the school boards in the province so yeah, it's it's um it's a big thing, you know. Schools uh, schools cricket now, um, I think is going to be a great feeder system um, into club cricket and academies and help grow the game move move the game forward. Looks like I was on mute there. I mean, the uh, the truth was, uh, Derek, that uh, you and I uh, personally go back over. 35 years. And uh, one thing that was uh, so obvious was your passion for 
this sport. As as much as I am interested in how you got introduced to this game, I'm really intrigued on how a child born in Canada, raised in Canada, uh, wasn't so much persuaded from my from what I understand, wasn't so much persuaded by North American sports, but this sport uh, that was more so popular halfway across the world. Yeah, uh, Randy, I just remember um, going over to your house for the, the family parties and whatnot, sure. get togethers, and uh, you wouldn't leave the couch until the Leafs game was off. <laughs> All right, Leafs? <laughs> All right. Talk to my um, wife. I'm but, still yeah. like that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, so I mean, I, I mean, while I enjoyed, you know, like, I mean, any, any school kid in Canada enjoyed the sort of what you call mainstream sports, well, all that was around at the time, you know, soccer, I played a bit of soccer, baseball. And, yeah, and um, uh, yeah, my, my father was an avid, you know, cricket lover. Um, they had a, a cricket club in, in Brampton. Um, and, and, you know, I just tagged along. I mean, I just, you know, formed a love for the game. And, um, you know, there wasn't many opportunities. That there was, yeah, not many opportunities to play at that point. Uh, but yeah, my dad really did a lot to get me out and foster my, you know, my interest in the sport. And yeah, I loved it, you know, and up till today, it's, um, it's just a complete passion. And, uh, you know, very quickly, I'm uh, wondering how hard was it as a, as a, a preteen before that, like as a teenager, like how difficult was it to, to follow cricket like uh, the pros because obviously social media wasn't a thing and uh you know the time zones uh, i mean access to television and so on was uh, is so much different than as it is now yeah i wasn't allowed to miss much school but my dad would uh, allow us when we had when there was a game on um pay tv um he'd, he'd put it on and we'd be up at one in the morning watching a game and, um, you know, you, you take any opportunity you get. There used to be go to the flea market and get a VHS uh, tape of a game that was played two years ago and pop it in and you're all eager to watch it. But I think because of the lack of, um, you know, uh, sort of <laughs> like what do you call sources for, for media and cricket at that time, anything you got, you, you jumped on it. Like I used to get cricketer magazines and just memorize like everything. So, um you know, maybe that was a good thing. You're a popular guy there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, is that, no. Is that me? I, it's not me. Srimantha, is that you? Is that your phone? <laughs> That's Srimalki's phone. <laughs> it's Srimalki's phone. Okay, so uh, yeah, uh, Srimantha is actually joining us via uh, his sister's uh, yeah, computer yeah. there. So, so your sister is a popular girl there. I was wondering oh, uh, whose phone that is. <laughs> it's actually uh, her. Uh, Room to be or husband to be calling, and I'm declining the call. <laughs> and you're declining yeah. the call. Okay. The wedding will still happen on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, and that's another thing too. I, I uh, that uh, this announcement of schools being introduced, uh, of cricket being introduced to schools, happened in September. Was hoping that we could get together for our podcast, but then uh, Srimantha became a father, so figured that he was going to be busy. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you, between you and your sister, you're uh, you got some very busy schedules. I mean, three months like over to you, and uh, yeah, I mean, you personally have a really proud history of uh, uh, representing a country. Uh, you were a part of the uh, under nineteen team for Sri Lanka, and then you moved uh, to Canada in two thousand eight with the rest of your family. I mean, before you moved, um, did you think that there was a possibility of you? continuing cricket in Canada? Mm, not not really, not at all. Um, I remember your mom had sent a paper cutting of a, a teenager playing cricket with the full gear, but wearing jeans and a shirt on, um, playing on the street. And I'm like, oh God, is this, uh, you know, where I'm heading? Uh, but then uh, we saw the World Cup in 2003, 2007. Um, that's when Canada played and uh, they beat a couple of uh, teams as well at the World Cup, a couple of test-playing nations. So, um, But then I didn't know what to expect until I moved here. Um, even after I moved here, um, it 
really took me about a year or two to figure out, you know, how to go about uh, the club scene in Canada. So, uh, you know, try to get in that path to play for the national side. Uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't an easy path, but, uh, you know, I'm glad I went through that and it was a good experience uh, looking back now uh, and uh, really enjoyed my time. And I, I mean, uh, you've uh, played all over uh, the world, uh, as well as Derek. Uh, uh, you recently, past three months, retired uh, from the national team. Uh, you know, uh, talk about your experience, especially uh, playing for Canada, uh, you know, from when you first started to, uh, to the end there. Um, I mean, it's end of the day, it's international cricket. That's like the pinnacle for any cricketer, um, you know, playing when he's 10 years old, playing in the backyard with his brothers, with his neighbors. Uh, end goal is always playing international cricket, be it, you know, uh, for me, it was Sri Lanka when I was 15, 16 years old. I uh, never knew I'd play international cricket for another country, but then uh, playing international cricket uh, alone was, you know, um, a huge deal, I guess, for me, like all those hours in the nets practice. And it, it was like, yeah, you kind of like the hard work is, you know, paying off now. It's a matter of repaying it back uh, by, you know, putting in good performances and, you know, trying to see how or, you know, trying to see how good you are in that level. Um, and it's just, again, like exciting, you know, just going to a new country, playing in new conditions, playing against, uh, different types of players, um, and adjusting mainly, I mean, that was the main thing, uh, adjusting to different, different, uh, types of grounds, types of, uh, wickets, uh, and even the tournaments that the, just the tournaments that we play, they're just high intense. There's so much on the line um so it was uh it was a good experience a lot of heartbreaks too as uh, you know Derek might know uh, along the line but uh yeah it was uh it was a good uh, good time for us and Derek I understand I know that uh, you have uh, an experience representing Canada uh in uh, uh overseas as well like you know uh you, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, played in, uh, say, the late 90s, early 2000s area. Like, how, how infant were those stages? Like, what were those beginning days as a developing international cricket nation was Canada back then? Yeah, I mean, um, it's come a long way. Um, in the in the sense like infrastructure has grown, there's a, a much bigger population, more people playing cricket. Um, but I mean, it's the same thing. You know, you strive, you know, to do, to to you know, to be at a certain level. So you're working hard. Um, you know, putting in you know all 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 the effort that you can, and um, you know, dedicating, committing your life to to achieving something. So those things are the same. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, uh, it was a different, um, uh, completely different, uh, thing for us back then where we didn't have many turf wickets. I think, uh, only at Toronto Creek club, we had a turf wicket. And now if you look, uh, which is what international cricket is played on, meant to be played on. And, um, now if you look, I mean, uh, Sramanta and Niagara, they have a nice wicket there. Apparently I haven't been there. Brampton's got about five or six wickets. Mississauga has about five. Um, and then Toronto, um, I'm not sure what the status is there, but um, it's grown a lot, you know? Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, there has been so uh, a number of instances where you see, uh, I for one have seen people playing in parking lots uh, and, uh, that it just seems that uh, the uh, the desire and the want to uh, have more facilities available, uh, you know, then the, the want is there. Uh, in terms of like a world-class facility, guys, like I don't really uh, mean to put you on the spot, uh, but like, I mean, like in terms of that world-class facility uh, to say have, uh, uh, location A as uh, the headquarters of uh, Canadian cricket. Uh, is that something that we could see a world-class facility in 
whether it be Toronto, Vancouver, wherever the case may be in this country? That would be nice. <laughs> uh, we haven't had the one so far, but I mean, um, the because the administration keeps changing um, every year. So every time it's different ideas. So it's very hard to sort of jump on something and have that specific plan going. Uh, I mean, hopefully soon there are talks of, you know, building a Brampton cricket ground, building a Mississauga cricket ground with 5,000, you know, um, uh, uh, people to watch a game. Uh, but then the foundation has to be set. But I mean, hopefully there's one happening soon. I mean, I know the, in the U.S. there's a huge operation that's going to develop cricket. And hopefully some of it brushes off in Canada as well. And that'll really, really help uh, the structure in Canada. So, uh, well, speaking with uh, your uh, community, Srimantha, I mean, you were recently appointed as uh, general manager and head coach of Niagara Cl uh, Cricket Club. Uh, what do you see as your main objectives uh, as you try and enhance the sport within uh, the community in Niagara? I mean, it's... Um... It's a sort of like a chance that, you know, you're taking maybe like what Derek did 15 or 20 years ago, almost right. Uh, don't know what's going to happen. I mean, uh, just wanted to see what kind of interest we'll have. Um, uh, there are a lot of families moving towards Niagara and Catherine Storold area. So, uh, you know, there is a, a established cricket club that's happening but most of the players are from Mississauga Brampton too. So I uh, just wanted to see what kind of um, interest we get from families in and around Niagara Falls to see how we can, you know, um, set up, a, set up a, a good program. There is a pretty, pretty good cricket ground uh, in Niagara. Uh, they are putting uh, lights up, uh, I think, uh, middle of the summer as well. So you could play night games as well. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, just to see what kind of uh, interest we can get towards a, a cricket program in uh, Niagara. Because I, I think uh, I, um, I've heard kids from Niagara go all the way to OC. I'm not trying to steal any kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, no, but on that, on that topic, um, I think uh, something great's happening. And um, uh, we, we just uh, finalized the dates uh, for... Uh, a teacher's education uh, program in Niagara. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that's part of the, the OSCA, the Ontario Schools Cricket Association um, initiative that's happening, getting cricket in the, in the curriculum. Uh, so I believe we have about 16 um, schools over three days that will be attending these um, sort of learn to play mm -hmm. clinics for the teachers so that they can take it into the classroom and this is where this, this program uh, of schools cricket is so important mm -hmm. that helping people to understand, you know, spreading it at a grassroots level where teachers can become champions at their school in, in terms of introducing the game to students who maybe never have seen the game and ignite an interest uh, in the sport. And then, you know, academies and clubs like that can then prosper. And, you know, you can obviously then, you know, take the more, you know, players and bring them on to next level, right? Yeah. So I think the key thing here is introducing the sport to different uh, municipalities and school boards. And um, yeah, like, you know, now that you have the academy set up, it can be schools can be a feeder system into that. And that's what needs to happen. Yeah. Um, I think, um, you know, uh, not to knock anybody, but, you know, the, that model should have been implemented a long time ago to, uh, to foster the sport and, you know, the growth of the sport in, mm -hmm. in Canada. Well, you know, it's so funny, uh, Derek, because uh, obviously, you know, you take a sport like soccer, which is considered the most popular sport in the world. And really, in my opinion, soccer was really dormant until professional soccer within Major League Soccer, Toronto FC, uh, began in the mid 2000s. And now it's just elevated to the point where, uh, you know, Canada's women's and national uh, programs are so um uh, are uh, so internationally renowned. And, you know, you take this uh, opportunity that cricket is being brought into the curriculum in Ontario, and it's like, what possibilities can happen from here? Uh, I, I guess to, to take a, a step back, and 
with regards to this camp uh, that you are uh, hosting, uh, that is being hosted in Niagara there, like, is, uh, are you expecting more coaches from outside of the province uh, to join? Or is this, uh, uh, are, is the focus sort of Ontario at this point? Uh, that's for me? Or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, right now, uh, this is like the, the first year um, of, of you know, this particular program uh, officially under the uh, Ontario Schools Cricket Association banner. Uh, the, the idea is that uh, we want to spread it in Ontario, ensure that, uh, you know, we can use this as uh, not, a, not a testing grounds, but, you know, iron out any, any you know, anything in the way. But, um, yeah, the idea is to take this model and, and spread it throughout the country eventually. Um, and, again, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of um, uh, support from, you know, people like uh, the good people at SEMA who've, who've been involved with cricket in the last 10, 15 years and really, you know, supported it and helped the growth in the schools. So there, uh, uh, <laughs> Sir, Sir brother-in-law's uh, calling again. Tell him I said hello, by the way. But, uh, you know, Derek, obviously this, <laughs> Derek, uh, I mean, this uh, couldn't have uh, happened. Uh, obviously uh, coming from, as you uh, uh, developed Ontario Cricket Academy, I mean, uh, you're getting close to about 20 years of uh of uh operation uh you know uh, you uh love to uh, uh chat about the uh, the tour but uh, when it comes to uh, the uh setting up uh, roots in mississauga with your academy like how did you develop this vision like in terms of having a permanent uh teaching ground for this sport when uh, you know cricket may not have been uh, on the radar in terms of, uh, uh, especially to what it is now. Yeah, um, it was a, I mean, huge, <laughs> huge risk, especially twenty years ago if you think about it. Um, <laughs> but sure. um, I had, I had just finished up university or finishing up university, and uh, the idea was to get into physiotherapy after as a postgrad. Um, uh, yeah, but, um, it didn't, it didn't actually go that way. Um, I was playing in England and then one of my buddies called me up and said they opened a cricket center in Mississauga and asked if I want to, want to coach there. And, um, like when I returned from England, it beats working in the Canadian tire, um, warehouse. Sure. Where else, you know, like, <laughs> I was order picking, <laughs> right. Okay. And doing like 30 hours a week and hated every, every minute of it. Um, but you know, you needed to make some cash and, and anyways, um, I started coaching there. Um, I had about 20 or 30 students and unfortunately the place closed down in about a year, huge okay. place, uh, probably wasn't the right time for it. Um, but yeah, uh, parents said, Hey, listen, you know, we'll, we'll get behind you. And we opened up a spot in Mississauga and, uh, it's, it was history basically, um, uh, Nick Hildata, who is you know one of um, Canada's more accomplished players over the last decade, um, he was one of the little little guys there okay. at the time, and um, and uh, yeah, and we just went from there. Um, again, it was a huge risk doing it back in the day, um, but I just think if you're committed to anything and you have that vision, um, and there's no plan B. I've never really had a plan B after that. I just immersed myself in it. And, um, you know, that was no looking back type of thing. And now you're at the point where you're able to take a, a select group from your academy and then travel uh, overseas. Uh, you uh, recently did a tour in Sri Lanka. Really love to learn uh, everything uh, regarding that. I mean, the age range of uh, your, uh, your group, uh, you know, the level of competition uh, that OCA faced and uh, well, I guess we could start with yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Um, so this was actually, I think, our sixth or seventh tour to Sri Lanka. So we've been going there. Um, obviously, um, my family roots and then, um, you know, local connections there make everything easier. Um, the country is set up for tourism. Beautiful place. Um, if anybody wants to, to go to paradise for a little bit, they can go, <laughs> go to Sri Lanka. And um, yeah, so we, uh, we, we've gone on tours over the years. 
I think this time around was um, one of the better teams that we had. Uh, most of the players have been on tours now to, to West Indies, um, to, to Sri Lanka in, in the past. And some of them have played in the World Cup recently in the under-19s. So they're a lot more experienced. And by making these tours happen year after year, uh, the players are getting better and better. So, um, yeah, we, we brought a decent side. We finished three and four, in uh, you know, uh, which is not a bad record, uh, considering we're coming from, from like minus 15 to plus 35, <laughs> right? So we jumped into a game the very next day. So the, the guys didn't have much time to acclimatize, but they did well. Um, they surprised a lot of people. We played against some good clubs out there, the Army, police, and um, a couple of good academies. And uh, we, we, you know, did well for ourselves, I think. So any like academy. Sorry, so to go ahead. I said, sounds like a Canada tour. <laughs> Pretty much, eh? Go from minus, yeah. minus 20, minus 30, practicing indoors uh, for about three months, and then all of a sudden, you're, there's a lot on the line that you're playing for. It's tough, eh? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah and I mean, uh, those outdoor sports, I mean, uh, you know, I hate to bring it back into uh, to soccer, but uh, especially a sport like cricket, like uh, in terms of... Uh, a climate that Canada is in, uh, you know, obviously the, uh, the, uh, the domes that uh, soccer and even American football uh, play under, it doesn't really seem feasible for a sport like cricket because the grounds are what they are in that size. I mean, uh, you know, Derek, that being said, and uh, you mentioned that this was uh, your sixth uh, experience traveling to Sri Lanka, like, what is uh, the consensus is in terms of the competition that you're able to bring? Uh, like, what did uh, uh, those facing uh, OCA uh, think of uh, their skill? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, in early days, um, there, there, there were some games where we got, like, absolutely demolished. And, <laughs> you know, again, the, uh, the guys that, I mean, imagine, like, so we're talking about, I remember Nick was a young guy, but, you know, it's, you can't build a team on one player. But the rest of the guys didn't really have that experience of going outside of Canada and playing or in different conditions. A lot of them was their first time playing on, um, on, on turf. So now we have guys who have been playing on turf wickets, you know, at home in, in Mississauga uh, for the last 10 years since they were like little kids. So now coming in at 18 and having 10 years of, the, uh, you know, playing good cricket under your belt, we, you know, they did well. It wasn't, um, I can say games that we, the games that we lost, we lost very tight margins. Uh, we didn't get blown out. Uh, and then the way we lost, I mean, it, it, it showed that, you know, we had a lot of fight and um, teams didn't take us too lightly. You know, I mean, there was a part of the tour where you can see visibly our guys were like physically out of it. The weather was way hot, six days in a row playing cricket. In 35 degrees, it's it's tough. So, um, you know, we I, I had you know you, you have to you know understand as well from a coaching point of view that there's only so much you're gonna get out of the guys and your expectations got to be pretty realistic. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, uh, obviously, it'd be uh, foolish to think that uh, in the very beginning that uh, uh, a squad from Canada could develop uh, could uh, beat. Uh, people who could play uh, this sport 24 hours a day, seven days, like at 365, like, uh, but uh, yeah, the possibility of uh, competition uh, increasing, obviously that's, uh, it's inevitable. I mean, Srimantha, like uh, with regards to your international experience and so on, I mean, did you sense that Canada was getting more respect from the mature cricket nations, the Englands, the Australias and so on? Well, we um we never got a chance. We didn't right. play it in Australia, but um, I mean, we would always have an ups like we would always upset like a a big team in the tournament. Like we'll start off the tournament really well. Like we beat um Ireland uh, in the T Twenty qualifiers in twenty nineteen. We we beat UAE when they were cruising to victory in twenty eighteen. So like teams never really take us lightly but then like it just gets tough for us too like they're just they're excited right like we're going most of the tours we had were during the winter uh season 
So we're going from a snowstorm, taking our bags out to, you know, indoor practice to, you know, playing at 35 degrees uh, weather and then just the one day, two days of practice um, in that heat and then going into games that, you know, you got to win, say, three out of four to qualify for a World Cup, which is uh, never easy. And then and then after that, the backlash that comes uh, after is uh, not easy dealing with as well. But, you know, I think with what the players have, we've everyone gives 100%. It's not just a free ride that they go for. Um, everyone's, you know, trying to be better at training as well, even on tour. So um, with the facilities we have, I think we've done okay. We, we could have done a little bit better. Um, but, uh, you know, it's disappointing that we haven't been able to um, go towards that next step. We've had maybe three, I played for five years. We played three T20 World Cups and a 50-0 World Cup. It, it's just um, disappointing. If you, if you go back to like a soccer um, equivalent, it's like a, we, we don't qualify on a goals difference. Like we'll have the same points, sure. but, but don't qualify because of the goal difference with the other team. Yeah, sure. Sure. No, I uh, understand completely. And I mean, but with regards to, uh, I guess, a big picture aspect, uh, you know, to get more uh, interest to cricket, beyond uh, those whose uh, maybe their uh, ethnic roots are from cricket powerhouse nations. Like, I mean, how critical would a domestic league be in North America? I, you know, from a, from a soccer perspective, even a basketball perspective, really, like uh, the, the NBA really uh, didn't get as popular as it is until the Toronto Raptors came into existence in the mid nineties. I mean, from up the deep, do you think that a domestic league is a possibility even like uh, within this country or, I mean, does club cricket kind of have to develop more so in the India's uh, England's Australia's more so first? Well, um, <clears throat> there is a major league uh, that's going to start in U.S., uh, in uh, 2024 um, so it's a 16 tournament um, and people investing in this tournament is uh, you know big uh, people in Google Facebook you know hmm. um, I, I know Shah Rukh Khan has a team uh, in the tournament so you know there's a lot of money being invested in this tournament in the US um, so how they've started off is they've given contracts to um I wouldn't say club cricketers, but cricketers who couldn't make it to the next level in like countries like South Africa, New Zealand, uh, Sri Lanka, India, and they brought them to US and uh, they live there now. Um, uh, and the Canadian is there as well. Um, so they're getting ready for that. And I'm, I guess if something doesn't happen in Canada pretty Pretty soon, I think players from Canada will be, you know, looking to uh, get into that system. Um, I mean, playing for international cricket is nice, but then it, it comes down to, you know, once you settle down, what's that backup that you have, you know, to take care of your family, take care of your, you know, monthly bills or so. Sure, sure. So to get a to get a, a sense of what exactly you're talking about, you're saying that this is a tournament format where, say, 16 teams will take it's a, part in it it's a it's a it's pretty much like the nba it's a 16 tournament they're starting off with six teams um yeah so like most of the players are coming from overseas but they're going to be settled in u.s by the time that starts so they'll be local mm -hmm. uh, by the time the tournament starts so that the standard in cricket in u.s will go up by a big way because of the the uh, the overseas players but um sorry go ahead no no, no. I, like i was wondering so this 16 tournament will be in city a and at the conclusion of this tournament it'll go to another city is that no it's going to be around the the u.s so they're building stadiums in dallas there's one stadium in seattle one in la there's already one in um fort lauderdale uh, so it's going to be around uh u.s 
um, where, you know, people are investing money so that, you know, there's a big tournament because they see that market in U.S. building, the market for cricket. And um, so even the ICC is kind of pumping money so that, you know, that will be a big hit going forward. Sounds like a really exciting opportunity. I think, uh, especially once, uh, because, uh, you know, from somebody and, uh, you know, granted I'm, I'm not, uh, uh, I don't follow cricket as obviously as, uh, as, uh, strong as, uh, as, uh, the two of you, as well as, uh, those who, uh, who play, uh, cricket. Uh, but I, for one am really, my only exposure is, the world cups that take place and not so much the IPL and uh, so on. And uh, with uh, this format, as Srimantha mentioned, I mean, it seems like it's a great opportunity uh, to grow the sport more so in North America. I, I mean, uh, you know, Derek, I, I'm really interested uh, to uh, hear your thoughts on what uh, the sport could do for, for women. And I, uh, I uh, went to your academy and uh, there was a uh, girls and uh, women's uh, program being uh, a class being taught uh, uh, when I was there. And, you know, uh, from a, a North American sports fans point of view, obviously uh, you see uh, uh, certain commonalities between cricket and baseball. Baseball specifically is not so much uh, familiar for women. I mean, they play softball, which is completely different dynamic but uh as cricket is uh, what it is like in terms of uh rolling out the sport for women like where do you see uh those opportunities are like uh in terms of uh female participation in Canada yeah I mean um to to be quite honest we can't really say much because it's um uh it's not something that's actually uh, been actively uh, looked at to, to well from from a, a higher up point of view uh, I think let me just put it this way uh, when tournaments need to happen they will get players together um, and send them out play in, um, uh, in the uh, regional qualifiers trying to make the World Cup uh, again from the grassroots level uh, it's left to to clubs uh, academies smaller leagues to put things together. We started um, a women's league a couple of years ago. Um, it's now grown to six teams and that's, um, I mean, it's a big number um, compared to previous years where there's only a couple of teams. Again, you know, not to, to knock anybody in, in uh, the cricket boards or anything, but I think the approach has to be different. Um, there has to be sort of a structured grassroots program and and you know and and build upwards um there is interest a lot of interest uh when we go into the schools at the youth level at the academies and now at the the local league level but where does that uh transfer into you know provincial cricket or representative cricket um and 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 uh yeah so there's a lot of lot of holes and gaps that need to be fixed um before you know we can can really look at bigger, uh, you know, bigger things and bigger achievements for, for women's cricket. They, they, they deserve to be playing and they deserve a lot more than what they're actually getting at the moment. And I think that can be said for um, players overall in, in Canada. It's um, sad, but it's true. You know, we gotta, we gotta you know, make those hard calls and statements when you need to. And I think it's the truth, right? You can't get away from it. Well, I mean, uh, the, the reality is that uh, in terms of high school sports, uh, uh, female participation in sports like field hockey and rugby, uh, my wife played uh, field hockey, uh, you know, in many years ago uh, when she was in high school. And uh, there was such a there was such a big uh, level of interest uh, in uh, uh, high schools. And uh, there's no reason to think that uh, cricket can't be one of those uh sports especially after years of development uh within uh, the ontario curriculum i mean so uh, that being said guys uh obviously uh 25 30 years ago uh from a layperson's uh, point of view uh test matches always seem to be uh, a lot more 
prevalent, I guess, in terms of like limited overs and so on. And from my perspective, it seems that the 20 over matches, 50 over matches are a lot more, um, I guess, popular for lack of a better term. Uh, I mean, you know, as you're explaining uh, this sport to uh, those who may not be uh, um, familiar with it, like, what do you, what do you two think the biggest misconceptions are of, uh, of cricket? Cucumber sandwiches, tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where did that come from, anyway? I mean, uh, like, was was that in fact a reality back then? In in England, yeah. Um, yeah. Teas teas are a big thing. Um, I played a lot of club cricket in England, and honestly, I look forward to the teas. They're incredible. <laughs> They're incredible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. There a flavor? Was there a flavor uh, specifically? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, like uh, you get a. Uh, it's a crazy spread. I don't even know how we played <laughs> after, you know? Yeah, sure thing. Sure but thing. Um, I don't know if you know, um, the first ever international cricket match between two countries was played between Canada and uh, U.S. I heard about that. Um, yeah, and um, I think for the, first, for the first World Cup, so like how we play a qualifier um, to qualify for the World Cup, <laughs> the first ever World Cup, or the second will come. Not, I'm not too sure. The qualifier final was played between um, Canada and Sri Lanka. Um, so now you see the huge difference where Sri Lanka is at right now and where Canada is. And it's just the. Uh, I mean, we keep blaming the weather, um, right? But uh, there's always ways around it. If England pretty much has the same kind of. Uh, um, you know the seasons as, as us but i guess they find a they found a way around it and uh the foundation had to be set like 30 40 years ago but you know we're here right now trying to qualify for world cup every year yeah but you know as uh as you had this opportunity and uh as uh cricket is starting to get out there the word is starting to get out there what like what do you think are the more important aspects of the game to, I guess, uh, relay to those who are uh, getting introduced to the sport for the first time? Um, Eric, uh, anybody? Uh, uh, oh. uh, anybody? Uh, uh, okay. I mean, uh, it's just um, getting the basics right, right? And basics and then have fun with it is sometimes Coach, uh, coaches me like trying to show the absolute basic, but then forget to let the ha the kids have fun. Um, and then the kids will just, you know, play for two, three years and just give it up uh, when they can actually tell the parent, the parents, like, I'm done. I don't want to play this sport anymore. Right. Um, it, it is a sport. You just have to have fun with it. And then if you put in the hard work, you're, uh, you know, but you're bound to do well. It's with any sport, I guess. Yeah, totally agree, uh, Sri. I think um, the approach, especially um, at, a, at a beginner level or introducing the sport is, you know, let them have fun. Yeah. I think, you know, um, you know, making contact with the ball, that's that's exciting, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, you know, getting them to run around, it, the whole social part of it, of exactly. playing in a team, yeah. whether, you, whether you're good at sports or not, yeah. just to be around friends and, yeah. you know, have a good time. Exactly. And I think, yeah, I think... Um, so it's a good balance, right? Because we're trying to introduce skills and cricket's such a technical sport. But um, I think just getting kids to kind of like it, like the like something at an alternative to a baseball or or even golf or something like you know, it's um, not that many kids have tried golf. I don't know, but uh, I'm not sure. But yeah, it's as as an you know, alternate sport just to get them to like it. I think that's a key thing. So I mean, 20 years from now, guys like where do you see the sport in this country uh, there's there's a very very good chance of canada qualifying for a t20 world cup uh i think the world cup is in 2024 um so i think icc has increased the number of teams to 20 for that world cup and usually it's between canada usa who would qualify from this region um, but USA already qualifies for the World Cup because they're the host 
of that mm-hmm. tournament. Um, but, but one North and South American country um, qualifies. So one country between Canada, Bermuda, uh, Brazil, Argentina, um, and whoever else is there. Uh, one team would qualify. So Canada has a really good chance of qualifying for that World Cup. And in 20 years, I mean, at least ODI status. Um, if we can get that, um, that would be nice because that, that would consider cricket as a high-performance sport in Canada. Uh, that'll increase the funding that, uh, you know, the Canadian Cricket Board gets from the government. And that'll certainly help, you know, set some players up with the contract, annual contract. So uh, ODI status would be... Uh, uh, very nice. Test status is a long way uh, away, I would say. Uh, very long way, but uh, at least ODI status would be nice. So, uh, Derek, you know, uh, uh, as uh, I guess if you want to call it the infant stages of uh, really introducing the sport to the rest of the country, uh, uh, Canadian Tire and Jumpstart uh, has uh, recognized the importance of cricket and uh, made uh, contributions uh, towards this sport. I mean, uh, describe the emotion that you had uh, when this uh, initiative, initiative was confirmed. I mean, like uh, all of those years of uh, hard work and so on, that must have been a real, uh, a real accomplishment for you. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I'm, you know, part of a part of a group of people doing this. Um, as I said. Um, the Ontario Schools Cricket Association, SEMA Canada, um, in particular, Ranil Mendes, who's been, you know, uh, the driving force for this whole thing. Um, and being, uh, you know, involved in the, the whole cricket uh, technical aspect. Uh, what this has actually uh, meant for me is that growing up and loving cricket and not having an avenue in the schools to kind of, you know, to play. <laughs> um, what this has done is... Um, sort of like it being in the curriculum means that not even at a competitive level, but it's going to be in every gym class. So kids are going to learn cricket in gym class. And um, I never had a chance to show my skills in gym class, always playing basketball. I couldn't even dribble. You know, I was like, let's play cricket one day. Let's even the playing field. And I never got a chance to do that. But now kids are going to be able to, to swing a bat, you know, bowl a ball. It's going to be, it's, I mean, it's amazing for the sport. And I think it's like, you know, uh, one of the biggest things for cricket development in, in, in Canada, um, you know, it, it seems, you know, very basic and, and that's important, but it's, it's going to, I'm pretty sure get a lot of people who have never even heard of the sport um, interested. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I remember in my high school days uh, being introduced to sports like uh, curling and rugby and, uh, you know, 30 years ago, you watch the sports highlights and curling was played by, you know, particularly older people. And uh, especially these days, uh, you know, it's pay- played uh, by a lot more younger people. And uh, you have to think that uh, introducing uh, sports like uh, curling and uh, now cricket would uh, only do nothing but, uh, you know, really uh, get more people interested uh, to this, uh, to this game. So guys, uh, you know, as uh, we're about to uh, finish up here, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, get information on your respective associations. Uh, Srimantha, uh, what should uh, cricket fans uh, in uh, Niagara region uh, look forward to uh, as you uh, roll out this program? Uh, I mean, it, it'll definitely be exciting because um, we're kind of running along with the Niagara T20 as well uh, that they've uh, started for the first time this year. Um, so it should be exciting. Um, I'm excited myself just to see what kind of numbers we're going to get, um, what kind of interest we'll have in that area. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, just at this point, just to wait and see uh, what kind of, uh, you know, what kind of we, a program uh, we can get going. I'll definitely, you know, be uh, been texting uh, Derek in the next uh, couple of weeks just to, you know, get some uh, pointers. But uh, yeah, it should be fun. Uh, in terms of a website or uh, social media, Srimantha, is there anything? Uh... Yeah, I need to. Uh, I haven't. I don't have that off my mind. So let me <laughs> let me just uh, 
get it uh get it for you guys yeah absolutely i mean uh while uh, Srimanth is on the search for that derek uh, anybody interested within uh, i guess peel region or the greater toronto area uh, in terms of ontario cricket academy where can they, where can they get more info yeah um facebook uh, ontario cricket academy uh, instagram ontario cricket and our website ontariocricket.com and um yeah just look it up Samantha, any luck there? <laughs> yeah, no, I do, I do. Um, so on Instagram, we have uh, Niagara CC underscore Academy. And then uh, you can email ntcacademy at niagaracricket.com for any information. Perfect. Well, guys, uh, you know, as uh, somebody who uh, has been born and raised in this country and really only seen the development of one sport uh, for the first, say, 20 years uh, of being a sports fan, uh, to see sports like uh, basketball, baseball, uh, you know, soccer, tennis uh, grow uh, into internationally renowned sports uh, is one thing. But a uh, sport like cricket is, uh, you know, uh, has uh, so much potential. And uh, for somebody, obviously, like yourselves, a Sri Lankan uh, lineage, uh, it's a sport that hopefully uh, will garner a lot of attention. And uh, obviously with uh, people like the two of yourselves and your various organizations, uh, you know, uh, uh, you guys are really responsible and uh, have uh, uh, a great opportunity. So uh, Derek Pereira from the Ontario Cricket Academy, Srimantha Rudratna of the Niagara Cricket Club. Thank you so much for joining me and uh, good luck to the both of you. Thanks. Thanks, Randy. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Once again, uh, this is What's Up the Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This at uh, What's Up Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hope you are doing well and keeping safe. And we will talk to you next time.